I'm a go-getter. It's the Go-Getter Podcast with Jay Black. His goal is to inspire you to become the best version of yourself. Success is the only option. Go-Getter is all about mindset. My mindset is, since I'm here, why not be the greatest ever? And it's a win-win situation. Let's say I don't become the greatest ever. I'll become one of the greats. But it forces me to grind the greatness every day. And if you want to win that life, you got to grind the greatness every day. You deserve to live your best life. The world can sleep on you, but just make sure you don't sleep on you. So I love and believe in you, and I want to take you to that next level. Put your seatbelt on. Ride with me. What up, world? Yeah, it's your boy Jay Black. Every day I'm grinding the greatness. I'm a go-getter. Let's get straight to it. I'm excited. Yeah. Now the guests I got in the building today got them three words coming. Not once, not twice, but three times. So here they go. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. I'm excited. Yeah. Now this interview right here is a different type of interview. You know what I'm saying? You got two Firestone Falcons in the building today. It's a different type of energy. Green and gold. And it hit different because my guy, he played for Firestone High School, and now he's the head coach of Firestone High School, so the energy going to be a little turned up, even more. But welcome to the Go-Getter Podcast with Jay Black. Go-Getter. What's a go-getter? I'm glad you asked. My logo sums up my message. One finger to the brain, one to the sky. So I'm saying this is the right mindset. You go to the top. I put the red check next to the brain because everything starts with the mind. It takes blood, sweat, and tears to achieve goals. You're a go-getter. I'm a go-getter. Success is the only option. Everything about my guest today says success is the only option. So, I want to start off by shouting out my mentoring program, Go Get It Academy. Big shout out to my young kings and young queens. With Go Get It Academy, we focus on mental health, goal setting, leadership development, entrepreneurship, community service, financial literacy. Um, this last week has definitely been a great week for us, so i got to shout out to young kings and young queens. Special shout out to young king Apollo. He's the new king of the court. So we took that crown from James, and I got to keep 100 with the score. He beat him 7-1, to one, so he made a statement. So big shout-out once again to Young King Apollo and all the other young kings and young queens at Go-Get Academy. Now, Coach DeAndre Walker. So spent seven years on Skyhawk staff and then was a full-time assistant coach. He was promoted after serving as a strength coach while also overseeing player development. And that was from 2014 to 2016. Before that, you were a head coach at Columbus, Columbus State Community College, and he played professional basketball. So now, today, he's actually the coach, head basketball coach of Firestone High School. So I want to press the rewind button. So basketball, I want to go, I want to press the rewind button. When did you fall in love with basketball? Uh, I really, I really fell in love with it. Probably, I would say, um, probably June of two thousand, June or July of two thousand, right after I graduated high school. So after after high school is when I fell in love with it because it saved my life. Okay, so when you say save your life, talk mm-hmm. about that. What do you mean? What do you mean it saved your life? Uh, I I didn't have a lot of direction at first. You know, I was my my goal at that time was just graduate high school and and probably find a job or do whatever. You know, and uh, one of my mentors, uh, you know, rest in peace. His name is Anthony Stewart. He was a, an assistant coach down at Columbus State Community College. Uh, he's from Akron, so he had a lot of you know people here that was kind of connected to him. And so what he did was he, he pretty much, uh, you know, sought me out, saw one of my other teammates out, and we went down, played, and offered a scholarship, you know, and I just kind of took it from there and just ran with it, you know. Wow. And, and it just changed my whole perspective on things. 
So in high school, you say basically you felt, um, I think talent-wise, I've seen the t potential, you had the height, so you were just more than just going through the motions at that point. Yeah, I was just hooping because I just wanted to hoop. That was it. Wow, so it really get real to after high school. Uh-huh. And then you actually end up playing professional ball. So where did you play professionally? I played minor leagues here in the States. Uh, I played in the CBA. It was – at the time I played in the CBA, it was on a decline. It was it was pretty much the, the G League before the G League and D League came about. Okay. Uh, so I played with a team in Indiana Alley Cats. Uh, head coach Carlos Knox uh, gave me an opportunity, and the owner Rob Blackwell at the time gave me an opportunity. Then a couple other minor league teams, you know, down in the Columbus area. Okay, so what happened? I want now. I want to go to the part. Okay, so it's one thing you're a player. You fell in love with it. You say it was a life life changer for you, life saver. Now, what made you say, you know what? I want to coach. Well, you know what? The the coaching piece came. I think it was in 2008, right after my daughter was born, and uh, I was kind of in limbo, waiting for my agent to get me a job. And then I, her name is Teresa Featherstone. Ran the um, Parks and Recs down in east on the east side of Columbus. And she just kind of asked me, do you want to come work camp? You know, and I went to work the camp and started working with little kids and, you know, just kind of started seeing the joy on their faces. And, you know, I just enjoyed teaching the game, you know. Uh, so kind of at that point is when I kind of, I guess they call it an itch. You know, when you get that coach's itch, it's a little different. Uh, started Then I asked someone to ask, did I, I want to get in the AAU ball? So I did that a little bit down there with Hidden Gems, uh, ran by Lucius Jones, one of my close friends. And, uh, you know, he said, Dre, you, you kind of got that gift or an itch. He said, you might want to think about trying to go to another level, you know. Uh, tried and tried again, tried to get in at some of the high schools down in the Columbus area. Uh, you know, my degree was in business, so I didn't really, you know, didn't have a teaching license. And that's usually one of the requirements in the schools. Okay. Um, so I kind of bypassed that. Reached out to my mentor, Anthony Stewart, and you know, he was able to pull some strings and got me on staff at Ohio Dominican. Uh, as a volunteer assistant while I was working in corporate America. And then that's when I went from there and became the head coach at Columbus State Community College. Mm. Yeah, so from there, that was pretty much got there one year. And mentor again pulled me up, Coach Stewart. He said, hey, I'm going down here to Tennessee Martin. I'll be the head coach in waiting. Do you want to get in at the Division One level? I said, absolutely. You know, so it was a huge sacrifice, you know, from a family perspective and a financial perspective. But, right. uh, you know, it, it was it was enjoyable. It was enjoyable. So what's the biggest thing that, that experience did? Would you say you grabbed from there making that move? Just impacting lives, you know, in particular individuals that look like us, mm. you know, because um, I, I brought a different spectrum, you know, because I had a pretty lucrative career, you know, in corporate America and pharmaceutical sales, you know, but I also had the, the, the basketball experience, you know, so I can try to, you know, I guess provide the insight how things operate in corporate America as well as the experiences I had in, you know, playing ball as well. Right. So I think one thing that's important, if you're doing any aspect of coaching, I know from my standpoint that it's, it's bigger than the actual game. Yeah. So what, you're, what you're doing actually is really, at times, you're, you're a therapist, you know, sometimes uh -huh. you're a father figure. So uh -huh. it, let's talk about the initial, it, you got one player that you really touched, you was like, man, as far as the coaching aspect, he's like, you know what, this is my calling. Was, this, was mm -hmm. it a player, a situation that happened when you felt that way or – Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and, and I don't know if he's listening or not right now, but it was a young man. Um, and and I, I, I don't want to take sole credit for this, uh, but I think the first is myself and Coach Stewart. The first uh, guy where it was really an impact, uh, his name was Kadar Edwards. You know, and this was down at, at the University of Tennessee Martin. Um, and Kadar was was a, you know, kind of a, a third, fourth chance type of guy. You know, he, he went to, I think it was uh, Long Island. It was um, – 
LIU Brooklyn is uh, the Division One school up there in Brooklyn. He kind of got some trouble there. He went to junior college out in Missouri, uh, got in some trouble there. He was actually signed to go to university, go to Florida State University, play for Leonard, ha- Leonard Hamilton, and uh, he got into some legal trouble. You know, so uh, we took a chance on him. You know, he, he was in the he was in a bad spot and had had made some bad decisions, and uh, you know, it, it was legal. You know, so once he had you know paid his dues, you know. You know, for his uh, paid the consequences for his actions. You know, we were right there and we, we grabbed him and picked him up. You know, and it wasn't an easy road at all. You know, but to this day, you know, he he's one of my guys. You know, he's one of my guys. Like, if you somebody's guy, you just a guy. It just right. is what it is. You know, and, and he knows that. You know, he can call me at any time, pick up the phone. You know, and I can call him anytime, and they can just be checking in on each other, and that's that. You know, but he he went from looking at a life probably filled of you know, penitentiary chances and got a college degree. You know, he's raising his son. He actually, you know, played three years of pro ball himself. Oh, that's what's up. You know, uh, you know, unfortunately the pandemic happened and he kind of put things on pause and he kind of stayed close to his family. Right. You know, but uh, – So yeah. what did y'all see in him to make y'all want to give him a chance? Because uh, what he got by the time he got to y'all, that was his fourth or third or fourth chance. About, about third or fourth chance. Mm-hmm. I mean, at the end of the day, you know, the reality of it is, is, you know, you, you still got to be able to play basketball, you know. But when you have that ability and that skill set and you can utilize that tool to get navigate and get places you want to get, you just need some help to need somebody to help guide you how to get there. Right. You know, and that, and that's pretty much what it was. You know, and uh, you know, I'm kinda seeing that a little bit already. It's just my first week on the job with with some of the kids at Firestone. And that's what I'm jump to jump to. So let's talk about this whole process, how this even happened. You know, what, <laughs> what made you even decide? Because I it's crazy. I just um, so my I'm a I'm a book though parent. Unfortunately, no. Shout out to both them. You know, this was over there. You know, Firestone, Firestone for life. But they were talking about somebody else probably possibly getting that job. Uh huh. So it seemed like your name came out of nowhere. Uh-huh. So what happened? Let's talk about this process. You even applying or getting this job? I, I, I thought you was living somewhere else. I, I was actually in Tennessee and um, uh, down at the University of Tennessee. Martin just finished up coaching down there. And uh, Coach Stewart, you know, um, God rest his soul, he he just passed away back in November, okay, you know, and it, and it was suddenly. Uh, so I just kind of had to, you know, reevaluate some things and put some different things into perspective. Um, you know, need to spend more time with my daughter, need to spend more time with my actual family, uh, you know, because I've been away from Akron since I left in 2000. I really hadn't lived here, you know. Um, just had a newborn son as well. You know, so one of the things that he and I always talked about was just impacting lives, as many lives as we possibly could. Mm. You know what I mean? And, you know, he, he passed away at a young age, and so I had to reevaluate some things. And and honestly, I had already accepted a position at a private high school down in Tennessee. And the day I accepted that position, they people called me about Firestone the very next day. Wow. You know, and I was like, well, wow. You know, um, and I kind of had my, my mind set on it. I said, you know, there was a several – it was a couple jobs back up here in Northeast Ohio that I would have left Division One for to come back and coach, and, and Firestone is one of them, of course, being my alma mater. Uh, and so a lot of people have been telling me for years, man, Firestone's going to open. You know, I was getting phone calls. Firestone's going to open. You're going to go after it. I said, if it it got to open first, you know. So uh, once it opened and then um, – you know, and I want to thank everybody. You, you know, you all know who you all are. Uh, for the people that, that stood behind me, made the phone calls, wrote the emails, and, you know, it was a lot of people that stood behind me. Right. You know, and I appreciate everybody that, that has done that, you know, behind the scenes. Um, but that was just pretty much it. At that point, 
I just felt like it was going to be my my job to turn down, so to speak, you know, because mm. my passion was going to excel over anything. Like, I didn't care if it was a teacher or anything. Like, my passion for the school, my passion for the game, my passion to help these young men. Right. That, that was going to excel over anything. Right. You know, so. I think that's dope. Something you keep talking about, and I'm big on this too, is changing lives, changing lives. And it's deeper than basketball. But you to, for you to actually go back to a school that you went to, man, and then be able to change lives is, is priceless. And then – What's crazy? I think it's <laughs> that's God's plan because you already had was about to accept. You already accept another job uh-huh. at the open. So this is all. This is all definitely God's plan. So what are some of your goals now that you're actually there? You know, far as this upcoming season. Right now is just is just to create a culture of of, of hard work. You know, um, and and it, it happens at the college level. It, it doesn't matter. You know, at some point, you know, things require a change. You right. know, in order for things to be rebuilt and to grow. Uh, things got to be shooken up a little bit, you know. So right now the main thing is just, you know, try to get the guys to understand, you know, building habits, for example. You know, I had my first meeting with the parents and with the players a couple weeks ago, and it's just real simple. You know, a lot you're not allowed to do things in our program that you can't do when it's time to go get a regular job, mm. you know. So And I get it. It's going to be some, some turmoil and different things. You got to work with some young men and parents as well, but – you know, it's a process. You know, right. it's just gonna take its time. But you know, for example, you know, I, I was in the gym this morning. There was a, a couple guys asked yesterday, Coach, can we get in the gym? I said, All right, what time do y'all want to go? They said seven. I said, I'll be there. You know, so the majority of the kids' parents, they got to get up every day to go to work in the morning. So if you want to do something you say you love, why not get up in the morning and start doing it? Right. You know, because when you get done, whether you go to college, whether you go to the service, or you go into the workforce. You still got to get up and have these daily disciplines, regardless. Right. You know, so you might as well start now. There's no sense in waiting. Oh, and so definitely discipline and importance of hard work, hard work. I think that it needs to be redefined with this generation. Absolutely. Even with the kids in my mentoring program, I'm having them. I had them doing uh, just some planks, and they were, I'm big on uh, sharing some success principles. They had to recite the success principles while doing the planks, but I ain't have them holding up that long. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh man, we totally <laughs> tired. Now 13 to 16 years old. Uh-huh. Ain't no way I should be able to, and I'll do it with them. Or I'll do it like, you know, something I'm big on, you know, um, have them do, if they're, we do this thing called behavior rankings. Mm-hmm. So I believe go get it's like it's a mindset, it's a way of life. So you already know what your chores are. So your parents have to tell you every single day. So you, I don't want you just to be a go getter when you're with me or at school, but also at home. So I expect everybody to be between the eight and 10. So one is terrible, 10 is great. They give me a number every week. Their parents give me a number. They're below seven. If they're below eight, that's 100 jumping jacks for everybody. So on our virtual calls, it could be up to 20 kids on there. Mm-hmm. We've done 1,700. You know, but when I pick them up in person, we're doing 100-yard bear call. If it below below eight, 100-yard bear calls continue up the hill. So it's like 150 yards total, Patterson Park, Patterson Park. Right. So it took um, four, of the, four of the young kings, um, 12, 12 to 14, and I did it with them. And they're like, well, we did one. I'm like, they just blown out. I'm like, well, that's only one. You know, but they felt that was just so hard. But after they felt good after doing it, because they didn't think they can do it. You know, but mm-hmm. I think redefining, really making them understand what hard work is, is very, very important. Because like you said, no matter what you decide to do, you're going to have to get up every day. You're going to have to work hard, you know. So mm-hmm. I think that's very important to establish. So I want, I got I to gotta show this, dude, you know what I'm saying? So my guy, you know what I'm saying? We go back. We go back to Firestone High School. This actually was my number, you know. So for him to bring this jersey, man, this is priceless, man. And your boy back in the gym, you know, saying working out so I can probably fit it again. You know, uh, I'm, I'm keep 100 with you. Last year, man, I blew up to uh, 266. Highest I ever been in my life. You know what I'm saying? 
I'm down. I got down to 212. I'm going to keep 100 with y'all again. So I'm back, so I'm back up to 218. But the goal is 205. So definitely, I'm definitely in full support. I'll definitely be at the games. Um, I want you to tell the people some principles that you live by. Oh, pretty much hard work, discipline, and accountability. You know, that, that that's pretty much it. It's just real simple. You know, you put in the work, you hold yourself accountable, hold your peers accountable. And, you know, and, and you got to, you know, the, the that part of it takes care of the discipline. You know, you got to be disciplined to make good decisions. You know, on the court, in the classroom, like you said, at home, you know, with your friends, you got to make good decisions. That's what it all comes down to. And I think something that's very, very important, because he's talking about changing lives and principles and reestablishing a new culture at Firestone. Um, there's a saying, a smart person learns from their own mistakes, but a wise person learns from other people's mistakes. So all the young people out there, yes, you're going to make mistakes, be smart, learn from them, but I need you to really be wise. There's so many mistakes that I made, that coach made. You don't got to make the same mistakes. We're trying to put it in you and give you the game, so you're gonna, you ain't got to make the same mistakes. So I encourage you, encourage you definitely to be wise. You got two ears and one mouth for a reason, so definitely listen to this man. He definitely knows on the court and off the court what it takes to win. And something I want to I want to highlight real quick. So while you were there as a Skyhawks, I won 102 games, and that was the most in any seven-year span in the program's Division One history. Mm -hmm. I've seen that. So let's talk about – I want to just want to talk about the process because you're talking about culture and changing things. So even when you were there – Let's talk about the process of things. I want to hear some obstacles you even had to overcome on your journey as far as just becoming um, even a head coach. Yeah, I mean, at the Division One level, it's uh, it's rarely, you know, even when I came in as a strength coach and, and you know, player development, and then when I became an assistant, um, a lot of places, uh, university, the head coaches, they do all the coaching and the teaching. Okay. You know, so uh, one of the things is, you know, I had to bump my head a few times and, and actually had to learn – how to put together practice plans at a high level, how to make sure scouting reports were done at a high level, you know, um, you know, recruiting plans at a high level, you know, and different things that you got to build your relationships, uh, you know. But, you know, the two coaching mentors that I've had while I was there, one was Heath Schroyer, uh, who provided me the first opportunity, and then Coach Stewart, um, you know, they pretty much gave a, gave me free reign over whatever my responsibilities were. It's like, here's your job, do it how you need to do it. I'll show you a couple different things along the way. You know, so they kind of let you grow. Right. A lot of programs don't allow you to do that. Okay. You know, they 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 hey, you know, for example, most Division One colleges, you got a lot of minorities on staff sometimes, and actually not even a lot, maybe one, but the majority of the players are going to be minority. Right. You know, their job is to pretty much recruit the players, relate to them, keep in, keep them in order. You know, they their their philosophy was you're going to recruit, but you're also going to know how to run an offense, how to run the defense. You know, and different things like that. So um, that was a big hurdle that I had to kind of get over early on in my coaching career. Um, the other piece is, you know, being able to, I guess, get a lot done with less, you know, in, in terms of resources. You know, but for us, our targets were, you know, we were going after second, third chance guys. You know, it might have been their second Division One school or, or the third you know, or may have gotten overlooked or may have had some academic issues, you know. But, um, you know, so those are some of the hurdles. But when you get those types of hurdles, majority of the time there's a home life that's not, not in order. Right. You know, so you kind of got to, you got you kind of got to, you know, play that role as well. 
you know, so, so that's usually the biggest piece, you know, because they're coming in and they're probably used to raising themselves and doing whatever it is that they want, and now you bring them in and they've got to follow some structure. Right. You know, so those are some big hurdles. Uh, but until they understand how much you actually care about them, that's when they're willing to go ahead and bend and break, and then they usually pretty much follow your guidance. And I asked that last question, and you see how he broke on everything. He showed pretty much his extensive history as far as coaching the different phases of him having to grow. But it showed, if you listen, you were showing that his dedication to his craft and his job. And it started really in 2000. In, 2020, in 2021, he's the head basketball coach in his hometown. So you, you have a person here that's, that's passionate about changing lives, who has the background, who's willing to do the work, and who's serious about creating a new culture. It's different. When he says a culture is a movement. So definitely jump on board. Definitely support Firestone High School men's basketball. The youth. You got to support the youth. But I definitely want you to support this, brother. Um, it's time for a change, and we need change. The definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again, expecting different results. So it's a new day. Definitely make sure you support Firestone basketball. Um, I want to wrap this up by you definitely giving the social media information and let people know how they can support and what they can do to help you on this journey. Right. Right now, pretty much, um, we just got, you know, the Stone basketball. That's the only IG page we got set up. I literally just got in town this week, you know, so we're still working to get those other platforms together. Other than that, you can just follow myself, DeAndre Walker. I'm just on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, all that good stuff. Um, you know, and just kind of keep an eye out on those different things. We've got – a, a clinic that'll start, I think, June 7th. You know, we're going to do every Monday, there's going to be a skills clinic from 6 to 8 uh, for rising grades K through 6. I'm sorry, K through 5. And then on Wednesdays, it's going to be rising 6 through 8, uh, you know, out at Firestone. Uh, so just keep an eye out on the social media pages for that. Uh, then we've got a day camp coming up June 25th and 26th that we're actually collaborating uh, with Coach McGill with the girls program. Okay. You know, so we're collaborating together and we're going to have a boys and girls clinic. Okay. You know, and that's just the first of many. You know, he and I, you know, he's been a big supporter of me as well. Uh, had a key influence as far as, you know, providing some insight for me. So I appreciate him for that since I've been on board, kind of helped me, helping me navigate the whole high school scene as well. Um, you know, so we're going to try to do a lot of things together and kind of get the girls program going over there with the youth as well. Okay, that's what's up. Shout out to McGill, man. He, he's been on the podcast, definitely been doing this thing, definitely cares about the uh, young kings and young queens in the community. So definitely, man, we're stronger together. So I love the fact that they're definitely collaborating and definitely about to shake up the city. They're about to shake up the city. So um, we got we to talk to um, your girl, your girl Chanel real quick, you know what I'm saying? So, and T-Shay, y'all asked about um, Firestone and Bukdo, you know what I'm saying? I'm saying has, has it been done? You know, have y'all ever beat Bukdo? Well, I will say this, you know, it's a new day, and I got a feeling that Firestone is definitely going to be getting some W's, you know, so my guy's here, so change is coming, you know what I'm saying? But I do want to say this, definitely for Chanel, you know, you love Falcons, you know how I know you, know love, you love Falcons? Because your man, he's a Falcon, so you love Falcons, you can't say nothing about it, you can't say nothing about that, so now, I won, I won that argument, so I appreciate you coming on, bro, definitely me, anything I can no, do I appreciate help, you, you know, for having me. Definitely uh, let me know, man. I'll definitely come and definitely speak life into the young kings. You know, I'm definitely looking forward to doing all I can to help you out. Uh, but, yeah, definitely, man, keep you doing what you're doing. I'm looking forward to the season. I'm definitely coming. I definitely appreciate you bringing this, man. This is priceless. Definitely yeah. throwing this on today. I'm talking some best today. So, y'all see me later. I'm going I'm going live with my Firestone jersey on. But I appreciate y'all tuning into the Goal Getter podcast with Jay Black. Make sure you stay connected. Um, Instagram, YouTube, Jay Black, the Goal Getter. Facebook, Goal Getter podcast with Jay Black. Soon I will be relaunching the clothing uh, Go Get a Apparel. So today, Go Get a Hat. 
Hoodie, shirt, shoes, I ain't playing no games. We even gotta go get a socks, even gotta go get a pillow. This is what you think about your goals and your dreams. Well, we got some new designs coming, so look out for Go Get Apparel. I'll definitely be coming soon to relaunch of that. Uh, go Get Academy, the world is opening back up, so our events starting back in 2022. Keep an eye on that, we'll start promoting them soon. Um, also, also, I gotta say this. Uh, Putty, you know what I'm saying? You, you took a jab at me the other day, so Putty, if you out there, Chef Putty, shout out to my guy. If y'all had the bully game, make sure you go to Putty's Kitchen. And my guy tried to throw a little jab at me. He's like, yeah, congrats to your guy, you know, getting a head coaching job. But you know, it's 1040, you know what I'm saying? Y'all still ain't going to ever, he said, ever beat the grips. So I'm telling you right now, we're going to beat them grips. You know what I'm saying? I'm putting it out there. You got to speak it. Ain't that right? It's going to happen. And you heard Coach. Coach said it's, it's going to happen, happen, so it's going down. It's going down. So I appreciate y'all tuning to Go Get a Podcast with Jay Black. Understand if you're still here, it's a purpose, it's a reason. I need you to believe in yourself and tap into your greatness every single day. Now, some people might be like, dang, you know, it seems like everybody else getting blessed, not me. I'm telling you this. Every test leads to a testimony. So if you're going through a test right now, I just need you to keep going. Keep showing up every day and showing up. I'm telling you, your blessings are coming, but you got to keep showing up. Understand that your timing and God's timing is different. So it's not a matter if you not have a blessings on the way. They're there. You just got to keep going. Understand at the end of this test, there's a testimony. You're definitely going to shine. You were, you were great when you were born, but you got to tap into your greatness and believe in yourself and then put in the work. Somebody said earlier, you said work ethic, working hard. You got to work hard. You got to work hard. That's what goal getting is all about, creating separation. Everybody wants to win. What makes you different? A goal getter, when he's dead tired, he's going to do an extra 50 push-ups. He's going to read an extra chapter because he's locked in because success is the only option. So I need you to have that mindset. Success is the only option. I guarantee you, once you change your mindset, you will change your life. So I love and believe in you. And always remember, always remember, always remember. Only person that can stop you is you. I'm a go-getter. It's the Go-Getter Podcast with Jay Black. His goal is to inspire you to become the best version of yourself. Success is the only option. Go-Getter is all about mindset. My mindset is, since I'm here, why not be the greatest ever? And it's a win-win situation. Let's say I don't become the greatest ever. I'll become one of the greats. But it forces me to grind the greatness every day. And if you want to win that life, you got to grind the greatness every day. You deserve to live your best life. The world can sleep on you, but just make sure you don't sleep on you. So I love and believe in you, and I want to take you to that next level. Put your seatbelt on.